Hi, and welcome to Integrative Cancer Solutions with Dr. Carl Feld. A cancer diagnosis is one of the hardest slap in the face imaginable. All of a sudden, you have to become an expert in cancer and its treatments because your life depends on it. Oncologists, family, and friends are pushing you towards chemo, radiation, surgery, and yet you feel there are additional solutions out there. You don't feel confident in that only traditional therapies will take care of it. You may, as I have, seen family or friends quickly go downhill from harsh medical treatments. There is a better way. I invite you to listen to stories from real people fighting cancer successfully through powerful, integrative, and holistic methods. Learn what they did. This is my gift to you to make the learning curve less steep after your diagnosis. The information this podcast could save your life as it has others. Well, I am so excited to have you, Sharon Winters, on uh, my podcast, Integrative Cancer Solution with Dr. Carl Feld. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. And it, it is kind of fun when I, when I go on your website, you get to pick, you know, do, do I want to pick the actress or the singer or the naturopath? Yeah, who, who, oh, who am I picking? I'm a woman and a Gemini. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I've had, many, I've had many different journeys, but it's all leading to this today yeah yeah and and it, it's just fascinating how you you started in one place and now obviously you, you do all three but then you know stepping into to your calling to help people on their journey you know battling cancer and this this is after you had your own journey with cancer yeah so so you know i was an actress right yes. i was uh i came to hollywood at 18 and landed cat girl and batman Two weeks later, I just thought that was the thing to do and had no consciousness, didn't know anything about my body. You know, I was hungry. I stopped in a jack, jack in the box and throw things in. And I did a lot of things to destroy my body. Mm-hmm. And when I was 26, I was diagnosed with cancer. And back in those days, I didn't know anybody that had cancer. And I decided I would rather die than be cut, cut up. It was an ego thing, actually. Well, I mean, you're, you're here, you're an actress and, and your visual appearance is what you value. You know, you, I mean, that's what's shown on the screen. So then to be disfigured in any way, you know, your, your body being disfigured is, is the last thing you want to do. Right. So I went into this journey and I, it's been an incredible journey. I, I, my, the only, I, I didn't tell anybody except a good friend of mine, Susan Strasberg, uh, whose father was Lee Strasberg. I don't, you know, you're not in the acting community, so I don't know, but he was like from the actor's studio. And she was really, she was into metaphysics and she she was a friend of Jess Stearns who wrote the Edgar Casey books. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Jess and I became good friends and I started to go to psychic healers and all these different things. And then one day, I really believe there are no accidents. I ran into a woman who had terminal cancer and they opened and closed and gave her six months to live. And she told me about a dentist in Grapevine, Texas, who was curing cancer through nutrition. I remember my eyes rolling up, right? The medical profession doesn't have an answer, but some dentist is curing cancer. And she said, well, you have to lose. And I got those chills up my spine and I went, and on November 22nd, I flew to Dallas you know, I was alone. I was scared. You know, I felt like I had leprosy. Uh, I didn't have a community like we have today. When somebody gets ill, people have a community. They were having this big parade in, in Dallas because it was November 22nd years later, and they were, you know, honoring Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And I get into a cab 
And the cab driver says, where are you going to? I said, Grapevine. He said, Grapevine? Nobody goes to Grapevine. And now I was just back there last year. Grapevine is an incredible town, but it wasn't like that 50 years ago, right? <laughs> and so cab driver takes me to this podunk little town and Dr. Kelly's office was next door to a funeral parlor. And I remember thinking, well, if door number one doesn't work, I can always go into door number two. Yeah, you won't, you won't have to go that far. Right. And I knew nothing about health. I knew nothing about nutrition. He put me in his dentist chair and he took a drop of blood. First, he says, let me see your mouth. And I opened my mouth and he said, well, the first thing that we're going to have to do is get rid you're going to have to get rid of those silver, those silver fillings. Oh boy, you know, I've done some really dumb things in my time, Sharon, but what does that have to do with anything? Exactly. You know, connect the dots, right? I had uh, no connection to anything. He took a drop of blood from my finger. He came back an hour later. He told me where my cancer was, how long I had it, and what I needed to do if I was going to live. Are you serious from a drop of blood? Yeah. So what did he do? Like the, uh, the microscopy? Did he, I, I mean, have no idea. He no. leaves, he takes your blood, he leaves and, and he comes back and he knew nothing about me, but he was so right on. And he, and I remember him saying to me, the only thing that's keeping you alive is your, your spiritual nature. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> I had no idea. Here's talking about root count. I mean, talking about silver fillings, and then it takes a drop of blood, and it tells you the whole story of you, and then now you're on a spiritual journey. Yeah, right. you got so, cancer. Yeah, let's 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 focus on that. So I flew back that night with a box with about 250 vitamins, minerals, enzymes, because his whole thing was about enzymes. I enzymes, right? Instructions on, on what to do, coffee enemas, and oh, you know, and it did on and on and on. And I just sat there in my, in my, I had a townhouse at the time and just broke down and cried. I just lost it. I went, it was so overwhelming to me. I mean, this is before computers, before cell phones, before that type of communication. And it was really interesting because that night, Susan and I were starting a class called Mind Dynamics, how to get into your alpha brain level waves. And so I went to class. I said, you know, if this is to be, it's up to me. I'm the type of person, tell me what to do and I will do it. And I did his protocols to the T. I yeah. mean, I did everything he asked me to do. I took a bag and I threw out all my toxins and makeup. And, and I never even thought of that everything that you put in on and around your body is the cause of disease. And, and that needs to be addressed. And, you know, years later, I wrote a, a 500 page book called the pure cure complete guide to freeing your life from dangerous toxins. And it's 20 different chapters, 20 different areas of concerns, and then solutions at the end of each chapter. It's basically a reference book. And, uh, but back then I, I had no idea. And, and to try and find stuff that wasn't toxic was, was quite incredible. Well, I mean, that, that this was back in nine, was it 1974 or when, when, when was this? Four, yeah, 1974. 1974. So yeah, at, at that time, we really didn't have many health food stores. You know, it's not like you could walk into Whole Foods or, you know, Mrs. Gucci's or you know, co-op or something that is, like that. That was before all of that. Yeah. 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 So, and then it was like, I mean, I'm so grateful I had it because it was my wake up call. Mm -hmm. And I got a, a call from the doctor's office said that if you don't come into the office, we won't be held responsible to what happens to you medically. And I had a classified pap smear. And so I went in and took the test and 
they called me back a week later and they said, uh, you need to come in again. There was a mistake. And I went back again, took another test and went back to his office. And he said, you know, I don't understand it. It's normal. It went from a class five to normal. And in my naivety, I said, oh, well, I went to a dentist in Grapevine, Texas, and I'm taking and, and I'm taking all these enzymes. And he started laughing at me. And I went, wait a minute. You were offering me a hysterectomy. Yeah. I don't care if what I was taking was monkey dust. It worked. Yeah. It worked. And I walked out. And so, then I, so what, what kind of cancer did you have? I had a uh, stomach. A stomach? Uterine, and uterine. Okay. Stomach, and, stomach and uterine cancer? Mm-hmm. And it, it was spreading. And then I also had it something in my throat. I was spitting blood. I couldn't talk. I mean, it was, and to get to Texas was not an easy thing. I was really, really sick. You know, I would eat a salad and gain four pounds. My stomach would be out to here. I mean, I had, I was, a, I was a mess. And then, and Kelly wanted me to come back in six months. And I went back in six months and my numbers started getting better and I started feeling better. And then I went back another six months or was it three months so long ago? I don't even remember. And by this time I went, this is what I just want to do. I want to I just have to tell people about it. So Dr. T- Kelly, you know, it was Nicholas Gonzalez and, mm-hmm. and we were studying under Dr. Dr. Kelly. I, I, I didn't realize at the time how profound that was, mm-hmm. how blessed I was to be in the presence of Dr. Kelly. Then he, he moved to Grapevine, Texas. And I'm sorry, he moved to Winthrop, Washington from Grapevine, Texas. And I went to see him there. And when my son, who's 41 now, was six weeks old, Kelly was closing up his practice. And my son, I said, well, I, I want Dr. Kelly to test my son. And he, and so we, when my, my son Josh was six weeks old, we flew to Winthrop, Washington, cold as can be, snow. And yeah, he tested up fine. But yeah, I was very blessed. And, you know, and then through the years, it just... I left acting and and just started to pursue this mind body world of of taking it all in. There's so much stuff out there. There's so much stuff out there and that can be helpful to a person on their journey to health. So what did you you said you took a bunch of enzymes, took a bunch of supplements, you did coffee enemas. I mean and then obviously, you know, clean out all the chemicals, you know, and, and we got chemicals all over, you know, things that put on our body. And, now, and get... now it's even worse. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, we didn't have chemtrails back then and different things like that. So... Yeah, we work so hard now to make sure that we really mess up our bodies. <laughs> you know? I mean, we... So how I'm, I'm curious, could you kind of give a little bit of a rundown or kind of get a feeling of what the program looked like, like the enzymes, what are they just regular digestive enzymes? What, what there are def- different, a lot of pancreatic enzymes, okay. you know, I mean, that was one of Dr. Kelly's theories is cancer grows and you, 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 you need to eat it up. And that's what, and we, we don't have enzymes in our body anymore because anything that you eat that's cooked over 118 degrees destroys the enzymes. And years later, uh, I guess it was five years ago, I opened up a raw, 100% raw vegan gourmet restaurant, which I closed about six months before the, the shutdown, which 
thank you again, God. You know, so thank you, because it would have just done me in. But Kelly had different metabolic types, so it wasn't necessarily that you had to be a raw vegan. It depended on the, the metabolic type that you that you fell under. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot different than a blood type, but he had his he had his own way of, of doing it. But, you know, we, we need enzymes and people, you know, if you're going to eat cooked food, you need to have enzymes in your mm-hmm. body. And that's yeah. a, whole, a whole other thing, because, you know, one of the things I, I work specialize in is the gut now, mm-hmm. because you know, it's interesting because I did I've done Chinese medicine for 30, over 30 years. And in, in Chinese medicine, they don't have systems. They have elements, earth, water, fire, metal, wood. We have systems, the immune, the circulatory, the endocrine, the digestion, respiratory. It corresponds to their elements. Like our circulatory is their water. Our hormonal and endocrine is their fire. They believe that when a woman's fire goes out is when she starts to age. So you need to keep that fire stoked. But our digestive system is their earth. Mm. So everything revolves around the earth. And a lot of people are taking all this nutrition and they're not absorbing it because I think 90% of the people walking around have leaky gut. And, you know, that means the toxins are being put out into the system. We're not absorbing the nutrients that we think that we're taking. Mm-hmm. And then it gets even, even to another degree is how do you know the nutrients that you're taking is right for your body because somebody's medicine is somebody else's poison. So how would you determine that? I actually work with a science lab that does DNA testing. Mm-hmm. And we test for actionable genes and we do, I do, there's four, there's a healthy aging report. And so we test for, uh, you, you can't change your genes, but you can change what you're predisposed to. Mm-hmm. And because we're 80% nature and 20% nurture. So, um, and the, it's an incredible report. And the report tells you whether you got the mutant gene from one parent or both parents. The DNA is called SNP, single nucleotide polymorphisms. And we all need to know what we're predisposed to. It's like, you're going to have a fire in your house. Are you just going to sit there? Yeah. Or are you going to be armed w- with a fire extinguisher? We need to know. The more we know information we know about our bodies, the more we can t- take care of it. Because- Medicine is just treating the symptom and not the source. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what is going on in our bodies. No, and then it's not the a same. walking around. We're not a liver walking around. We're a, a, a mind, body, spirit. We're, we're a full human being. Yeah. I mean, and that's exactly. It's the same in oncology is that they, medical oncology, they go after the symptom and the tumor is just a symptom. It is just the body expressing a dysfunction but it is not the cause. And so you, you have exactly what you're saying. You get a look at what are the underlying factors and then you get a look at what is the genetic makeup? I mean, what are there, what is an individual's genetic weaknesses and what can we do to strengthen those weaknesses so we can optimize that system? Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, so that's kind of where I've evolved to. I mean, the work I'm doing now is kind of like, what Kelly was doing. I mean, he did his, I don't know what he was doing. I don't think anybody ever did. It was just like, you know, it was like his own thing. And, but I feel like I'm real close to that now with, with this genetic DNA testing that I work with. 
the results have been, you know, astounding because, you know, when a client comes or I don't even have to come to me. Let, let's find out what's going on in your body. Let, let, let's see what mutant genes you have. Let's see if you have the MTHFR gene. You, you, and you know what's interesting? You, you know about the MTHF, a little side note, you know about the MTHFR gene. Yeah, yeah. So, and and, yeah. so every pregnant woman that goes to an OBGYN, they put that pregnant woman on folic acid. And if you have that mutant gene, you shouldn't be having that. You need it in the form of folate. I mean, every OBGYN needs to test a pregnant woman when they come in. It's the first thing they should do to see if they have that gene, to see what kind of, if they have the mutation. And, and actually, if you are taking folic acid and you have that mutation, and you're not able to to do to methylate appropriately, you're actually promoting cancer processes with right. the folic acid that you're taking. Right. That's my parrot. Yeah. That's my parrot. I have a parrot. So he's <laughs> hopefully he won't start singing in the rain. Oh, I, I, I love it. Well, I, I don't mind. A little extra entertainment. Does he yeah. tap dance too? And with going back kind of to the enzymes and the key with his protocol, like you mentioned, is is that we don't produce enough pancreatic enzymes i mean why why are the enzymes so important when it regard in regard to cancer i mean we have lots of other enzymes so why the pancreatic uh, because he says that they it eats up the cancer yeah you know when a woman's pregnant she she, she gets cancer cells N- normally that's mm-hmm. what happens and but a healthy body will get rid of that so it's, it's kind of like the the pancreatic enzymes are like the police in the body, policing the body, uh, policing it for cancer cells and 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 breaking them down. I mean, it's amazing, you know, amylase, protease, lipase. When you when 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 people start taking that, mm-hmm. and then working on the gut, it's a game changer. There's so much needless suffering, you know, and, and unfortunately, and as you and I know, the medical profession doesn't they don't know anything about nutrition because there's no money in it no no yeah no. symptom it's symptom good. management is is what you make money from you you yeah. don't make money on on you know fixing something right and you know it's just it's just it's so sad that you know people take and, and a pill will never bring you back to a state of health mm-hmm. a drug will never bring you back to a state of health treating the symptom and not the source get to the source so it's really, really cool. I mean, so here you're studying, I mean, studying with, with Dr. Kelly and then alongside with Nick Gonzalez, you know, another titan, you know, in, in this, this field in regard to cancer. So it's really cool to, to rub shoulders with them. And, and then, you know. I, because- I didn't know. I met Nick, really interesting. Steve McQueen, the actor, he had cancer and he was in Mexico and he was doing some of Dr. Kelly's protocols. He wouldn't do it all. He didn't want to do the coffee enemas and they were bringing him Haagen-Dazs ice cream in and all that. And I get a call from Dr. Kelly. He says, I'm having clients come in from all over the world. They want to do a press conference. Uh, Will you be there? I said, absolutely. So he called for a press conference and I'll never forget it. I can't even begin to tell you. There, there were hundreds of people that showed up for this press conference. The press just came and annihilated Dr. Kelly or tried to. And he's just such a calm man and just was answering questions. And at the end of this press conference, Dr. Kelly said, all these people that are here, 
I have helped. I'd like you to come back at three o'clock and you can interview any of them. No one showed up. Not one person from the press showed up. And I guess that was by this time, 1980, I don't know, when's, uh, 19, maybe 1981, Yeah. maybe when Steve McQueen was dying. And that night I met Nick and Nick Gonzalez and I and, 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 and Dr. Kelly went on some radio show talking about Kelly protocols and all that. So that was my introduction to Nick. How fun. How fun. <laughs> I just talked to the Bollingers, you know, the Bollingers, the mm -hmm. truth about cancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I just saw Charlene. She was actually speaking uh, in, in LA at, at an event. And so we were talking back when I told her that she's talking about doing her next uh, truth about cancer event. She goes, you, you knew Dr. Kelly. I went, yeah. And then I get this message from you, you know, it's like, so, for some reason, Dr. Kelly's coming back into the fold. Yeah, it's how funny. It's, it's, and rightly so. There's so many people that are, you know, have all these things. But I mean, I can't tell you how many people I met that he helped. Yeah. I mean, like your your own story. I mean, here you have stage four. Yeah, you, know, uh, you have uterine going into stomach and then coughing up blood. And and that is and any today with the best medical care we have now, it's still a death sentence. I mean, you're 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 still gonna die no matter what they do. And at that time, you know, it now you're here talking about it. Uh, so seventy four. Uh, what do we got? That's was that forty eight years oh, later. Years. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said it. Like like three years later. Yeah, three years. <laughs> since, that works for me. Yeah, since you're only twenty nine, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. Good. So here you we're know, talking about I, it. I feel I feel really. It's funny. I feel really blessed that I got cancer. Yeah, I call it a health opportunity because the subconscious doesn't know, you know, a truth from a lie. So every time you say I have, mm -hmm. you're just implementing that which you do not want. Mm -hmm. So you need to change your also. So I, I don't usually like to tell people where I had it and all that. And I had an, I had an health opportunity, an opportunity for me to look in and check out and see what was going on and, and through it that way. I feel so blessed because I'm like, I was like a pioneer with Dr. Dr. Kelly and but I remember back in those days telling people, you know, you know, who you know, as the years got more and hearing people that got cancer and all that, oh, you gotta do this and you gotta do look at me like I'm crazy. So so what what are some of the stories that you've that you've heard? I mean, that people that you've helped, that Dr. Kelly helped, that that have gone woman, through. There was a woman who was blind, literally blind for years. And I went one day and I'm sitting in the office with her and she said to me, you know, I was blind and Dr. Kelly's protocol, I was able to see. I'm going, <laughs> really? This was the second time that I, the second time that I saw Dr. Kelly, grapevine. Yeah. It was real interesting because my dad was real sick. He, he died when he was 56 years old of, of his fifth heart attack. And I flew to Philadelphia and I took his blood and I brought it back to Dr. Kelly because I wanted Dr. Kelly to check out. I mean, he gave an extensive report and Dr. Kelly said he has no amino acids in his heart. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't get them within six months, he's going to be dead. So I went back to Philadelphia. My mother was such a, whatever the doctor said, you know, the doctor, whatever the doctor said, you need to follow. And you know, nothing I said matter. I said, mom, we just need to give him some amino acids. 
And the day before my father died, like five months later, he was in the hospital. My mother called me up and I'll never forget it. She said, do you know he has no amino acids in his heart? And the next day, my father was dead. I was very close with my dad. So they never took the amino acids? No, because the doctor didn't prescribe it. No. You know, you're talking about old school, you know, the d- doctors in white coats are God. and I mean, it, it's still like that. I mean, especially the older generation. I mean, they, they are still in that mindset. And I, I see it, I see it again and again. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, well, look what's happening with the jab. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Nixon. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the war, the war on whatever, you know, it's, it's, I mean, war, it's war on humanity. I mean, the best way to control somebody is through fear. Mm-hmm. And the media did a really good job they have spent two years making people so fearful that they will stand in line for an experimental biological agent that has no long-term studies and inject themselves and unfortunately they're going to pay the price unfortunately yeah i I, I spoken spoken length with like dr judy about this yeah and mary holland yeah the children's health yeah they're all friends of mine judy sherry tenpenny yeah 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 it's it's atrocious it's unfortunate and they still don't get it no i got the jab and i got covid thank god i got the jab (laughs) (laughs) i I thought the original said that you know you're not gonna get 80 percent of the people getting COVID are vaccinated. What does that tell you? I mean, put the pieces of the puzzle together. How how about the one the other day? I I just posted on my Instagram. um, A kid was so happy that he passed his exam that he died of a heart attack. (laughs) Yeah, that's normal, right? Right. Yeah. And, And we have the sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah, but that's normal. Right. Yeah, it, it's been around forever, but it was just this last year that I started to hear about it. People are buying this. I mean, it, it, it's just it, it, it's just insane. Yeah. Myocarditis, mm-hmm. heart attacks, cancer, reoccurring cancer. So, uh, so I, I'm curious because you, like myself, you deal with a lot of cancer patients. How many have you had that come to you that said, "I, I had the jab, and then right after I got had cancer." There's quite a few. Yeah, it's the same for me. I mean, I have people flying in from all they over the place. The, they don't put the pieces of the puzzle together. No. I mean, one person after another is dying of a heart attack, dying of a heart attack, dying of a heart attack at 22. Yeah. Not, and calling it natural causes. Yeah. How, how many 22-year-olds you know, die of heart attacks? Athletes no. dying on, on, on the field, but they're not putting it together. No. So, yeah. It, have, have you, so when, when you have a person that, you know, they got the jab, and they come to you dealing with cancer. I mean, do, do they present similar? I mean, in, in the treatments that you offer and what you do, do they present in a similar fashion or do you have to address it a little bit differently? I see where their consciousness is at and I just go up a little bit level because mm-hmm. if I start, first of all, if I tell them your prognosis is slim, you, we, we need to get, I mean, there's, there's things that you can do but you know, absolutely. 
Yeah. yeah, things that you can do. First of all, it destroys your gut. So we need to work on your gut. That's first of all. And then you need need to do some, you know, some zeo, zeolite and you know different things that you can do. Can you fix it one hundred percent? I don't think so. Do you? Yeah. No. I, I was as talk, talking to uh, Dr. Don Hubert. He retired as the uh, assistant medical director for the armed forces. You know, so he was a general, five star general. And uh, his comment was that, you know, once it's in you, there's no way to get it out. I mean, it's in there and it's in there forever. So, yeah. Spike protein. And I, I don't even want to be around people. I mean, I went to, a, you know, most of my most of my friends and people that I hang out with are not. Mm -hmm. But I went to an event at someone's house. I could feel it. I, within 20 minutes, I left. Yeah. I don't want to be around it. And it's a, it's also a consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it impacts your genetic material, which is your identity, who you are. Well, it changes, it changes who you are. Yeah. And they're, they're messing with your DNA. Mm -hmm. You know, who was it that did Greg Braden, Greg Braden. Mm -hmm. He did this whole thing about going back into thousands and thousands and thousands of years, finding out about your DNA. And he, they found that, God is in your DNA. Yeah, divine code, yeah. Is in your DNA. Yeah. What are they, what does this mRNA do? It's trying to take the God factor. Oh, I shouldn't be saying this, should I? It's trying to take the God factor out of your DNA. They're getting trying to get rid of God. Yeah. Critical race theory in school. They're trying to get rid of God. Yeah, it's all, it's a layer upon layer. And, and that's, that's the thing is that they generate trust, uh, generate fear. So people are so worked up in their fear that they don't rely on God. They don't rely on their faith. They don't recognize the beautiful human being that they are, the amazing immune system that, that was given to them, the innate intelligence that exists, that's already there, that we have it. And they, don't, they, are, they are so afraid that they're not leaning on the most powerful tool that exists and that is within us, you know, so then they look outside exactly. for solutions. You, you, I, you know, it's funny because I thought about that the other day is that all these people that went and got this biological agent mm -hmm. have distanced themselves from the source because God created us in his likeness and he didn't make a mistake. There are no mistakes so you think he's going to, hey, uh, take this shot because there's this man-made thing and it's going to, no, we have what's called an immune system. It's and everything they do tries to destroy the immune system from chemotherapy, from antibiotics. Mm -hmm. What does antibiotics do? Kills the bad bacteria, but it causes good bacteria. Mm -hmm. And every doctor should be putting, if they're prescribing antibiotics, they should at least give them prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. Yeah, I mean, your, your, your brain, your, your intelligence, your immune system, your health, all of that are directly connected to the, the biodiversity of your, your gut. And, and anytime you do antibiotics, you will then reduce that diversity tremendously. And that will impact your, your brain function, your neural function. And they also seen that your BMI, every time you do antibiotics, 
your BMI, your body mass index goes up at least one point. So it takes maybe 18 months to get antibiotics out of your system. Yeah. But if you're eating meat or chicken, that's not grass fed or range free, you're getting antibiotics. So it's never going to get out of your system. Never. You have constantly, and I mean, how many people have gut problems? It's just incredible. It's amazing. You know, and that, and now we've got glyphosate, yeah. which is so lethal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in everybody's gut. I mean, it's in everybody's gut. It kills, you know, the, the, the cycle, I mean, the reproduction cycle of your good bacteria in the gut. Yeah. You know, that, that's what it does. So that's uh, it's another way to destroy the gut, another way to destroy and, and like, you know, the gut is, is like our first brain. I mean, we have more neural intervention in the gut. We produce more neurotransmitters in the gut. You know, 70, 80% of our immune system is along the gut. Yeah. And so and we produce minerals and amino acids and, you know, brain connection, you know, more and more information is coming out about the gut brain connection. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the earth in Chinese medicine, everything revolves around the earth. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that needs to be looked at. And it's interesting because I studied a lot of body work and Traeger and Heller work and Rolfing and all that. And 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 so when somebody would come to me and say, you know, I've got stuff stomach going on, I go, so what's going on in your life that you can't digest? Exactly. Because every for every physical ailment, there is an emotional attachment. And that needs to be looked at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the, I call it kind of like the, the three, and it's not me calling it. Yeah. It's a good friend of mine, Dr. Paul Anderson, when I was chatting with him, you know, saying that the, the three cores that you, that's the foundation and, you know, dealing with your mindset, that's number one, Yeah, you know, your, your emotions, your connection, spiritual connection. I mean, that's number one, your diet and your, and exercise. If you got that, that triad, then you can start working on the rest, but you got to have that solidly in place. Yeah, absolutely. Body, mind, spirit. Yeah, absolutely. So in, in your book, I mean, that, I mean, you, I, I was looking at the different reviews, you know, you have the, the Hippo- Hippocrates Institute, you know, saying that this is like the book, you know, that, that you need to get, I mean, outlines, you know, perfectly everything in regard to chemicals and how to get rid of them and what to do with them. And uh, obviously, Hippocrates Institute is, is like a, a premier place in regards to detoxification and, you know, and clean eating. Yeah. yeah. So if they give you their blessing, that's a huge shining medal on, on your book. Thank so you. what are some of the key concepts in, in the book that, you know, so, so people can understand, you know, that this is something I really need to get while struggling with cancer? So it's 20 different chapters and 20 areas of concern from food to water, vaccines, uh, what to do when you travel, what's in your home, and then solutions at the end of each each chapter. And it's interesting because when the book was done, I go, there's, there, there, there's something missing. What is missing? And I sat there and I kind of checked in and I went, toxic thoughts and emotions, because you could be doing everything right. Mm-hmm. But if you have toxic thoughts and emotions, it's not going to work. And you know it as well as I. Two people can come in with the same disease. One gets better and one doesn't. What's the discerning factor? 
Yeah. I mean, it's all about mindset. It's all how they view themselves, their relationships, you know, the traumas that they haven't dealt with and, and also the empowerment that they have. I mean, are they in a center of power or have they given that away to somebody else? Yeah, exactly. I hear it all the time. Well, they come, people come and they, they're taking pills to treat their disease. I'm giving them nutrients to create their health. So it's a different mindset. And every time you take these nutrients and you put them in your body, you're creating health. And you, I'm sure you hear it. I got to take six pills or seven pills a day. I was taking 200 different things a day, you know, whatever it takes. Because just, just a how pancreatic. you do anything <laughs> yeah, is exactly. how you do everything. <laughs> and how you look at your journey into healing is going to be the deciding factor. Yeah, I have, I have patients coming in and they, you know, deal with cancer. And then I tell them, well, you, you got to quit eating sugar. You know, well, I, I got to have my ice cream at night. You know, so it sounds like, you know, Joe McQueen. And they said, well, I, I can't, I mean, a little ice cream at night shouldn't make a difference. And uh, tell them, well, cancer feeds sugar and say, well, I can't stop my ice cream. That's just like my, my thing. I've done it my whole life. And, and you know, it it's, hasn't hurt me. And well, I say, you have cancer. <laughs> and, and then I say, well, you can choose, you know, if, if you want to choose, you can choose between the ice cream or, or living. Yeah. So if you continue eating the, the ice cream, you'll, you'll die. And if you stop eating ice cream and you change the way you're eating and you do this program, you have a chance of living. So people, what, what, what do you want to do? Some people aren't willing to do that. It was not an easy journey. What I did. No. And it's much easier to take a pill. Mm -hmm. It's much easier for some doctor to say, oh, you need, you know, radiation and chemotherapy because somebody's taking control of your life and you don't have to make a decision. And you don't need to change your diet or anything because you, you know, they ask their oncologist and say, you know, well, should I not eat, you know, ice cream or should I not eat? No, no effect, no effect. None, none whatsoever. To do an alternative journey, it's not easy. No. It's not easy, and it's costly because they won't pay for any of it. Exactly. They set that dynamic up. Well, they- so, so death is, is is cheap and easy. <laughs> Life is hard and expensive. So, yeah, <laughs> you're right. But, you know, we are the culmination of the choices that we make. Mm-hmm. That's what your life is in everything that we do. We are the culmination of the choices that we make. Mm-hmm. So choose wisely. You know, yeah. if you can't have a if you have a hard time t- t- taking a pill, and I look at that and I go, get over it. What I had to do on my own, if I'm not going to care more, which I usually do, care more about your health than you do, you need to make some sacrifices. I mean, here here you are, you know, spitting up blood, you know, you're being by yourself, no real support system. No and, support system. No, and, and you're doing 200 pills a day, coffee animas and all these things all, all by yourself, you know, single lady, you know, and you did it. And here you are talking about it. And and I've, here- I've had cancer twice since then. Oh, oh have you really? Okay. Yeah, I have. And all both times I, thank you, did it alternatively as well. Mm-hmm. And and you just kind of you just turned up the program. Yeah, you, know, you you found out I have cancer. It's just showed up again, and you turned up the program, and then cleared it out. Yeah, yeah. So it was in different. It was in a different place. 
Mm -hmm. I had breast cancer. Yeah. But, you know, it's, you know, and then you, you get embarrassed. You know, there's another thing I wouldn't, I didn't tell anybody because, well, how did she, well, you got cancer? How do you know, you're doing all this. Yeah, I live in a toxic world. Mm -hmm. I live in a toxic world. And the bottom line is one or two people are going to get some form of cancer, yeah. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And I've got, I've got so many things, you know, it's like I say, I can't get out of my house till four o'clock in the afternoon. I've got my infrared sauna, I've got my <laughs> machine, I've got my PMF machine, and I'm making my smoothies. And I talk, oh my God, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, time for Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> and then your evening routine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, my, you know, my 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 talk, take my my baths to get rid of the toxins that happen during the day. But you know, you my know, gratitude I, journals, my exercise, my <laughs> all of it, and I love every part of it. Every yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah. So good at your age. I work at it. Yeah. Like now, you know. <laughs> so I. I how many, if for people just to kind of understand, so the, the pancreatic enzyme pills, how many of those per day did you eat? I mean, take, I mean, it was, it's like 70 plus pills, right? It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. It was an awful lot. Mm -hmm. Two to three coffee enemas a day. I am. I, I still do. I love coffee enemas. I think that's, I think that's one of the greatest things somebody can do. Yeah. Yes, I was uh, interviewing Dr. Vickers over, yeah, you know, the one that runs the Gerson clinic, you know, that they had for the Gerson, and and he was talking about Gerson's daughter, you know, that before she passed away, and she'd been doing coffee enemas every day for I don't know forty years or so, and uh, they've been doing it forever, and and they they've done great, so people can do them forever. Yeah. Yeah. You got, Kelly used to say, the only thing you need to use your stove for is to make your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the the rest you should eat it raw so it has the enzymes in it. Yeah. For me, you know, I did very well in raw. Mm -hmm. Some people some people need meat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people need meat. If there is like a, a final, I know we covered a lot, you know, during our interview. It's is there a kind of final pearls of wisdom that you feel as as something you that you learned yourself or that you see with the patients that you're working on that, that really is important for people that have been new, newly diagnosed to understand and, and know what is, is there something that, that you feel? You know, I think we were talking about faith before. I think we need to, we've gotten so far away from our gut, trusting our gut, take your power back, look at it as a journey. If you've gone onto my website, I talk about that, you know, I, I try to get rid of the fears. I mean, Dr. Kelly used to say, you know, uh, cancer's, you know, I look at it like a cold. Well, it's hard to look at it like a cold when you're, when, when you're in the midst of it, when you're in the midst of it and it's scary. And then you go to the medical, you, you, you know, I, I had, I don't know, six, seven years ago, breast cancer. And I went and had a ultrasound and the doctor saying to me, you know, if you don't get rid of this, you're going to be dead in a year. We're, no, we're not taking anything out. I had to assess, you know, okay, because there's many, many people in the alternative world now. I, I, I didn't have that choice. I only knew Dr. Kelly, and but now there's the Hippocrates and uh, Truth, uh, the uh, Cancer Institute in in um, Hope for Cancer in Mexico, and you know, there's all. I mean, I I would go down to Optum Health Institute two, three times a year. And, and I've heard many cures for cancer there, just changing, changing, just changing what you eat and changing your mindset and 
you know, checking in and getting with nature and walking, you know, getting outside and putting your feet in the earth and earthing and connecting. We're so disconnected. And when we're in fear, we're totally disconnected. Yeah, yeah. It robs immune system of its intelligence and it, it downregulates immune system. So and that's that's like this the last thing you should do if you want to battle anything that relates to uh, any kind of infectious agents or cancer or that's that's the last thing you want to do. And the medical profession, they either cut or drug. Mm-hmm. There's no preventative. No. And it's it's sad to say, but most of them are drug pushers. Mm-hmm. They learn the, the medical schools are sponsored by the drug companies. Yeah, exactly. That's where all their studies, all their grants, all the, I mean, it's, it's from drug companies. So obviously that is what they are going to promote. That's what their education is going to be around. And doctors coming out of there, they're not going to know anything about nutrition because, you know, it doesn't. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the ones that are? I mean, look what's happening if some doctor now wants to give a different protocol mm-hmm. for this COVID. Mm-hmm. They're being not just criticized, but what's the word? They're being have could take their license away. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait, I had I, I talked about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, and it's all about money, but people don't follow the you know the science. What science? No, exactly. Yeah, I had. Uh, I was talking about the uh, doing videos boosting. I'm talking about boosting the immune system, you know, throughout the the COVID pandemic. And uh, FTCC, you know, contacted me and and said that all those videos got to come down, otherwise we'll fine you forty thousand dollars per per video. You know, talking about you know vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and just basic things. And they said they got to come down. You know, can't talk about that. But lo and behold, you can talk about you know COVID shot is, you know until your face is blue, and then that's okay. Censorship is is yeah. is is scary. Yeah, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Well, Sharon, it's it's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for taking. Where are you? Time. Where, where, what state are you? I'm I'm in I'm in Boise, Idaho. Oh, you are. Uh huh. So yeah, if, if you ever swing by to go towards Sun Valley or something like that. And then we'll stop in. I'd, I'd love to have you, you know, meet up for dinner or lunch or something. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. And can you send me a copy of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks. So this was right, It was nice talking about Dr. Kelly. He deserves it. You know, <laughs> he was a pioneer in all of this, all of this, Dr. Yeah. Kelly way ahead of his time and it's just amazing to me i mean you're, you're looking at some of these you know like dr kelly you have like dr rife you had i mean these these people you know gerson these people in the days at that time that were helping you know a huge amount of people to get rid of cancer and obviously they, they were all prosecuted you know they were all shut down and and lo and behold with all the billions of dollars that we put into medical research about cancer, you know, we have moved the needle from medical intervention, improving five-year lifespan from adding, it used to be like 2.4%. And now I think it's like 2.7%, maybe 2.9% of people with all those therapies and all the billions of dollars that that's what we've added. Well, they, they don't want to find a cure. There are no. many cures around because there's too much money to be made. Yeah, yeah. 
exactly. It's, it's insane. Well, thank you so much, Sharon. Thank you. This is wonderful. <laughs> thank you. The information this podcast is for educational purposes only, and it's not designed to diagnose or treat any disease. I hope this podcast impacted you as it did me. Please subscribe so that you can be notified when new episodes are released. There are some excellent shows coming up that you do not want to miss. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please take a moment to write a review. And please don't keep this information to yourself. Share them with your family and friends. You never know what piece of information that will transform their lives. For past episodes and powerful information on how to conquer cancer, go to integrativecancersolutions.com. If you would like to know more about the cutting-edge integrative oncology therapies my center offers, please visit thecarlfeldcenter.com. Thank you for spending this time with us, and I hope to see you at our next episode of Integrative Cancer Solutions with Dr. Carl Feldt.